0: I swear to you, by all that I hold sacred, that I have not removed or touched her. What happened was this. Two nights ago my friend Seward and I came here, with good purpose, believe me. I opened that coffin, which was then sealed up, and we found it as now, empty. We then waited, and saw something white come through the trees. The next day we came here in daytime, and she lay there. Did she not, friend John? Yes. That night we were just in time. One more so small child was missing, and we find it, thank God, unharmed amongst the graves. Yesterday I came here before sundown, for at sundown the undead can move. I waited here all night till the sun rose, but I saw nothing. It was most probable that it was because I had lain over the clamps of those doors garlic which the undead cannot bear and other things which they shun. Last night there was no exodus, so to-night before sundown I took away my garlic and other things, and so it is we find this coffin empty. But bear with me. So far there is much that is strange. Wait you with me outside, unseen and unheard, and things much stranger are yet to be. So... Here he shut the dark slide of his lantern. Now to the outside. He opened the door and we filed out, he coming last and locking the door behind him. Oh, but it seemed fresh and pure in the night air after the terror of that vault. How sweet it was to see the clouds race by and the passing gleams of the moonlight between the scudding crowds crossing and passing, like the gladness and sorrow of a man's life. How sweet it was to breathe the fresh air that had no taint of death and decay, how humanizing to see the red lighting of the sky beyond the hill, and to hear far away the muffled roar that marks the life of a great city! Each in his own way was solemn and overcome. Arthur was silent, and was, I could see, striving to grasp the purpose and inner meaning of the mystery.